Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David Frankel. This show is for those that are inventors, entrepreneurs, business owners that want to hear some great stories about other entrepreneurs and business owners, what they're doing, how they did it, how they fail, how are they successful, and just want to know more and more about the day-to-day business so they can learn to make their business better. It's all about the power of peers. So every episode is intended to teach you something from someone else's experience to help make your business even more successful. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm excited to have fellow podcast uh, creator, I guess is the best word, uh, Terry Watkins. But today, we're going to discuss her business called Spin Frogs. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? Good morning, David. I'm great. Thank you. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for asking. So my first question is always, tell me why you started Spin Frogs. Such a cool, unique name. It is a cool, unique name. Well, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I love that we can do some reciprocal podcast sharing. So that's a lot of fun. Um, Spin Frogs, Spin Frogs itself, because, you know, I find business owners are actually a lot like frogs. We set up our shop, frogs go find their lily pad, but business owners either set up a physical location or they set up their virtual location, their website, and then they just kind of wait for the customers to fly by. Meanwhile, they're sitting there with all of these ideas spinning around their head, and they're kind of spinning their tires because they are they get frustrated, maybe they have limited budget, um, and things just aren't working the way that they thought, but they don't know which ideas to catch and implement and fully implement before they move on to the next idea. And I find that's one of the biggest challenges with business owners. And so spin frogs because I help them catch the ideas that stick. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. That's very exciting. I think a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, they have lots of flies flying by. And even when they catch one, I think it's the biggest, juiciest fly. They Another one flies by and they can't help themselves but catch another one. Right. So I think one of the biggest challenges, how do you, How do you focus on one, grow one before you start catching more? Exactly. And and that comes to, you know, time management, slowing down or delegation processes. And so that's really where Spin Frogs comes in. I operate as a virtual marketing officer for those business owners so that they can stay focused in what they love to do about their business. Because most business owners didn't get into business because they love marketing and selling themselves. They got into business because they love the business that they got into and they want to do that work or work related to that. And they find they spend more time in the marketing and the sales or in the operations side than they really want to. And so I offer a relief valve from the sales marketing side anyway, helping them to create qualified leads and do that through organized marketing strategy that makes sense for them. So you asked me a really good question. Why spin frogs? Why did I get started in business? And I've been doing marketing and advertising for going on 20 years now in some capacity or another. And I really found a need. The small business community isn't being served. We have all of these amazing agencies that do amazing work but they're really kind of priced out of the small business realm. It's not accessible for a small business owner to spend $1,600 a month with an agency to get their website, their social media management, their ads, their this, their that. Um, 
especially when you're a small business owner who's bootstrapping it. You're just starting out maybe, or you have limited resources and those have to go to producing a product, for example. And I know in our community in the the Western world, small businesses make up about 90% of our businesses and they employ about 90% of our people. And so it's really important that we support them. They're supporting us. They are what make our society run. And so that's really why I, I got into Spin Frogs because I have a bleeding heart for the small businesses. I really want to help them. And, and from a personal standpoint, I know that I was put on this earth to help people, but blood makes me squeamish. So I can't be a doctor and I don't particularly enjoy paperwork. So I would not make a good lawyer. <laughs> So spin frogs because I can talk and I know how to talk and I don't have a problem talking to people and I've never met a stranger in my life. And so it, it just seemed to be a good fit. I can help the doctors. I can help the lawyers and I can help other people too. Well, it's good to know your strengths and your weaknesses. So that's like, that's step one. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So help me understand, uh, do people, reach out to you with several ideas for business and you help them narrow down the business for them or you wait till they have the business and they just need to market it or do you do both possibly? Um, I have done both. I do tend to enjoy working with people who already have the business, but they're feeling maybe stuck or frustrated because either the marketing, they're either spending too much in their marketing and it's not producing a result for them or they're spending too little in their marketing and it's not producing a result for them um, because they don't know where they need to be spending the money to make it be effective for them. There's a million ways to market your business, but every business is unique. And so helping them to figure out what makes sense for them is, is really where my sweet spot is and really where I enjoy playing. Makes sense. So tell me about, some challenges you've faced. Obviously, how long has the business been in business? So Spin Frogs will be three years old this coming June. Woohoo! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes those are the toughest years. And that's some of the things you don't hear about on Shark Tank is how hard those first couple of years are. <laughs> but the first two years are typically when most businesses go out of business. So if you can get it past that first two years, uh, you're you're more successful than 50% of the businesses that exactly. started. Exactly. So give me, to help people understand the challenges you face. Give us an example, some challenges you faced over the last three years and what you learned from those challenges. Yeah, that's a really great question. And I get that one a lot. And, and a lot of times I answer with myself, I am my biggest challenge. Um, I have a very strong self-doubt monkey and he's sneaky as I'll get out and he will sneak up on me. And all of a sudden I'll be feeling really um, self hateful, if that makes sense. Um, I just start to, to feel like I'm invisible. Nobody can see me. Um, what I'm doing is useless. I don't know what I'm doing. And I think a lot of small business owners have a lot of this self-doubt or have this fear that they don't actually know what they're doing. It's called imposter syndrome. Um, and, and we struggle with that, particularly in the first two to five years, because, we're so new in our business. And a lot of times when you're starting a business, you're not just starting a business that's like another business out there. 
you've started a business because it's unique. And since you've kind of started your own boat, you've built your own boat and it's on this river that nobody else has ever floated down before. You kind of don't really know where you're going or if you're going in the right direction. So it's really easy for self-doubt to kind of sink in. And that really has been my biggest challenge is dealing with myself Mm. um, and Mm. really getting myself under control. And being able to look over the last two years and say, right, but Terry, if you didn't know what you were doing, would you have been able to produce a 112% return on investment for this client inside of a 30-day window? Or would you really have been able to take this one person's social media page from and grow it 2,000% in two months if you didn't know what you were doing? The answer is obviously no. So then clearly self-doubt, you don't really know what you're talking about. Why don't you just go over there? I got this. <laughs> and like keep moving forward. So it's a, it's a really important for small business owners when they're starting out to really focus and bring to the, the forefront their wins. Um, keep your testimonials somewhere that's accessible for you. The people that you have served um, that are raving fans about you or that have given you an awesome review or that you're able to look back and say, look at these amazing results I've did screen capture those results. Like I had a client and I've never seen this before ever. And I've not seen it again since that I managed her website and I literally had a bounce rate, which means people hit the site and then didn't take any action, but left of less than mm-hmm. 0.5% which means 100% of people who landed on her site took some kind of action. I've never seen that before ever, and I've not seen it again, but it was incredible. So I look at that and I'm like, clearly I've done something right. I know something about what I'm doing to achieve that result. So I think it's really important for small business owners, regardless of what your industry is, to screen capture, to photograph, to highlight, to do something that allows you to take those wins and make them very visible for yourself. Because when that self-doubt sinks in and he sneaks up in there and distracts you and puts you in a really funky place for a couple of days, you need to snap yourself out of it. And the only way to snap yourself out of it is to remind yourself of everything that you've done right. And so that that's really helped. Uh, and I think a lot of business owners run through moments where financially they take a hit or they get an upset customer or they get someone that wants a refund. And all of a sudden that self-doubt you're referring to starts to kick in because now they're hitting a, a little bump in the road, a little speed bump. Mm-hmm. And how you respond mentally and physically to that speed bump has a lot to do with whether you're going to continue. Yeah. And I think people have to have the, hey, you know what? Life happens. You're not going to make everybody happy, but do the best you can to resolve the situation and keep moving forward. Even if it's a small step forward, at least keep it moving exactly. forward. And I think it's really important for business owners to remember that you did not get in business, regardless of your industry, you did not get in business to serve everybody. But you did get into business to serve somebody. And if you keep that somebody in mind, and you look at the somebodies that you've served, that are your somebody that you wanted to serve, you'll find those happy people. And then you look at the ones that weren't happy or look at the ones that are asking for that refund or that are giving you a a little bit of a headache. 
And you'll find that those are not the somebodies you were ever intended to serve to begin with. So that brings up a great question, Terry. How do you identify that somebody or those that don't understand what somebody is because they just started tuning in? That ideal customer. How do you identify that ideal customer? And therefore, once you identify them, your jump rate can be nice and low. But if you're targeting a huge market of people and you're trying to figure out what's going to stick, that's where the bounce rate goes crazy because a lot of people are like, oh, I have no interest in that. Why am I even here? But if you can really identify who your ideal customer is, I think that solves a lot of trouble people have. So walk me through a little bit about how you help clients identify that somebody or that ideal customer. That is such a great question. And I love that because I, one of the biggest challenges that I have faced with some of the people that I've served is, well, but I don't want to limit who I'm working with. I want to work with everybody who's willing to pay me. And we hear that a lot, right? We, in business, we hear, we don't want to turn business away. And the beautiful thing about targeting your market is you're not turning business away. You're just focusing your time, effort, energy, and resources into the people that you love working with and that love working with you. And so I ask my clients a couple of questions when it comes to identifying target markets. And typically, the people that I serve have more than one. You usually do have two or three target audiences that you're serving, and you're serving them in different capacities. So one of the questions that I ask is, think about all of the people that you've worked with. Who do you just love when they call, you smile. When they pop in your shop, it brightens your day. They just bring a happy attitude and energy to you because you just enjoy being in their presence. Who is that person? What do they look like? What do they do? What does, what's their hobby? Where do they get their education and information from? Um, what's their family look like? Where do they go on vacation? Uh, what do they like to drink? These questions help you to really identify the common interests of the people. And what you'll find is the people you love spending the most time with that are your clients are probably people who are a lot like yourself. We tend to attract people like ourselves, but we don't want to just self-analyze. We want to look at them because that's going to help us find the common thread of the other people that we want to serve. Um, we then look at who's who of the people that I work with, who pays me the most, like who's really good about making payments, who pays me the most and, and I never have to hunt them down and they're just really diligent because that's honestly one, uh, one factor that would make a really ideal client. Those are probably your A-list clients because they're always really good to work with. You know that that's a reliable paycheck, right? The next one might be of all of the people that you've served, who's your raving fan? Who's the one that refers you business, regardless of if you have a referral program in place or not? Who refers you business? Because that person, we want more of them because they're going to keep feeding the business. So we definitely want to identify who those people are and what makes them tick so that we can inspire them and motivate them to bring us more people. 
And those are generally the three target audiences that we look at. And in those same questions that we ask of the person we love spending time with, we ask for each one of those individual people. Now, you might find that it's the same person in all cases. But in my experience, I'll tell you, it usually isn't. It usually is two or three different people that come out at the end of those questions. And I want to add to your, who is your Arabian fan? I think the next follow-up question is, what do you do as a business owner to give them a platform to scream on the top of the rooftops about your product mm -hmm. or service? Yeah. Because you can have lots of Arabian fans, but they have no way to share how much they love your product and service. And therefore, they're kind of mm. quiet. So to give your Arabian fans a platform, a way through social media, through your website, through Google reviews, through LinkedIn reviews, through something that can say, hey, I love this product. I love this service. And here's why. Yes. It's really important that you make it easy for them to be that raving fan. The easier it is for them to pay you, the easier it is for them to talk about you, the easier it is for them to share you, the easier it is for them to review you, the more likely they are to do it. Because it's easy. If it takes 30 seconds, I'm going to do it because it only took me 30 seconds. If it takes me several minutes and I need to click on this form and I need to figure this thing out and this thing isn't working, forget it. I've moved on. I'm not going to do it. So we want to keep it very easy. Agreed. Agreed. That's all great information, Terry. I really appreciate you being on the show. I think there's some great nuggets there. And uh, please share with our listeners the way they can get a hold of you, your website, phone number, email, whatever you want to. Yeah. Um, thank you again, David, for having me here. It's really been a pleasure. I love helping the small business community. So the best way to reach me is you can find me on my website. It's spinfrogs.com. It's S-P-I-N-F-R-O-G-S.com. You can also shoot me a, a text message or give me a call. It's area code 518-33-FROGS. That's F-R-O-G-S. I believe that's 37647, I believe, um, in the phone number. And then you can also find me on all the social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all under Spin Frogs. So feel free to connect with me there. I'm happy to know you and help you in any way that I can. And what's a good email for you as well? Yeah, sure. It's Terry, T-E-R-R-I, at spinfrogs.com. Wonderful. Well, Terry, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, again, I think a lot of great information. Love your ex excitement, your enthusiasm. Uh, and I think it's a lot of great tips. So I hope people take advantage of your expertise and uh, are ready to get their business cranked up to a whole other level, catch some more flies, and uh, be a, another success that story. That sounds for you. great, David. And I do have a special offer. If you go to my website, spinfrogs.com, um, I actually have a free um, 10 minute video that gives away actually 10 free tips on how to get seen online. Um, so that's a great resource. We give away a lot of really useful information in that video. And it just kind of sets people up to help them start understanding the digital space 
as a marketer, I'm looking at the whole view. I'm looking at both traditional and um, digital marketing spaces, as well as your physical space and how you're dealing with that from the marketing perspective. But I think digital right now is where the focus is because of everything going on. So this video is timely. And if you go to my website, you can get access to it for free. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. And um, I hope they take advantage and check out spinfrogs.com. Thanks for having me. And again, thank you so much for being on the show, Terry. Hope you have a wonderful thank afternoon. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey, this is Teddy Burris of Burris Consulting. My purpose is to help business professionals understand and use LinkedIn as a business tool focused on their purpose and their goal. I serve people in all industries, in all types of roles across the globe. If you have a sales team that is struggling to build their network, meet people, connect with people, get into conversations with people relevant to their purpose and goal in the organization, then maybe we need to talk because what I love to do is to help a business professional use LinkedIn purposefully so that they can build their presence, their network, and their reputation and grow their pipeline and their book of business. If you want to find me, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm Teddy Burris, B-U-R-R-I-S-S, and you can find me on the internet. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We bring products to market that solve clothing-related problems. The first product I'm going to discuss is the Perky Collar. It is a collar support system for dress shirts. Don't you hate it when your collar lays flat, tucks under, one's up, one's down, totally lays flat when you wear a blazer? Well, no more. Here's how it works. Whether you're wearing a button-down shirt or a non-button-down shirt, it works with either one. Lift your collar up, put the perky collar on the collar chamber of your shirt, and then lay your collar down on top of it. Look in the mirror and adjust it so it's even from around your neck. Again, the perky collar sits on the shirt, doesn't touch your neck directly, and weighs less than a half an ounce. So virtually, it's invisible and it's weightless. You'll see an amazing difference in how great your collar perks up every time you put on your perky collar. To order, go to perkyllc.com. You're listening to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David Frankel. Last episode, we discussed my invention called the Perky Collar. Now we'll go over some other inventions that we represent on our website, perkyllc.com. Our second most popular item we have, we've sold for several years now, it's called the Pocket Square Holder. And what it basically does is a problem it solves. It prevents pocket squares from unfolding and falling down in your jacket pocket. Great tool, it has a locking mechanism at the very top, very thin, so it's not bulky. Uh, You simply fold the pocket square however you like, open up the locking mechanism of the holder, drop it in, it locks in place. Now, how do you handle uh, pocket squares where the, the pocket depth is very deep? Well, if the pocket square is, uh, the holder, it's the pocket itself is very deep, all you simply do is pull some of the fabric out uh, to make up some of that depth in the pocket. And you take the entire pocket square holder, put it in your jacket pocket, and you're ready to roll. Uh, it makes a big difference, gives you a lot of flexibility in your folding, as well as gives you a great conversation piece, especially if you're not wearing ties anymore, uh, to give you a little pop of color. If you are wearing ties, it also gives you an opportunity to bring out a color that's kind of subdued in the tie. 
such as if there's a real subtle light blue in the tie, you can then use that pocket square to give you a little pop and help that light blue stand out. Very classy, very elegant. Most days I wear an open collar dress shirt, obviously with the perky collar. Uh, I wear a blazer. I have probably 25 blazers in my closet. You can get them from places similar to Goodwill or Salvation Army if you want to stay on a low budget. Most of those blazers are 5 or $10 at most. Uh, and a lot of your men's warehouse and uh, other Macy's, Belk, uh, Dillard's, place like that will also have blazers on discount. Another great place to find great pricing on blazers is Burlington Co. Factory. So if you're in that budget of, hey, I just got a job and I need to keep my budget low, I'd start with Goodwill. And then if you, uh, as you're making more money and want to find some more unique colors and styles, then I would reach out to Burlington Go Factory and then some of the big box stores. So that's invention number two. It's called the Best Pocket Square Holder, available on the Perky LLC website. Again, the problem it solves is pocket squares unfolding and falling down. Uh, item number three that's really popular is our product called Magnetuck. And what this does, especially those with a, a military background, it keeps your shirt from coming untucked. So there's been a product around for many, many years, probably close to 300, which are called shirt stays. It's basically, for those of you not familiar, it's a uh, suspender type contraption that goes from your shirt tail to your socks. So you clip it on your socks, keeps your socks up, and you, you clip the other end on your shirt tail. And the idea is that it prevents your shirt from coming untucked even as you stretch and bend over and reach up and things like that. The problem you'll, you'll hear from a lot of military people that are required to wear it is that sometimes that clip snaps and hitching the leg or in your butt or your thigh and it causes you to bleed. So it's not a comfortable way to keep your shirt tucked in, but it does work very well. Introducing Magnet Tuck. This is using earth magnets. It comes in two halves, a smooth side and a dome side. And you basically sandwich the shirt tail uh, of your left and right shirt tail with these magnets. So the smooth magnet go, goes on the back side of your shirt because that's against your skin. It is rubber coated, so it's comfortable. And the dome side just goes right on top. And it's a strong earth magnet. So it's going to really, even as you get close to the back side of the magnet on your shirt tail, you'll see it just jump out of your hand and go onto your shirt. So you attach a set of magnets, both the left and right shirt tail. You then pull your pants up. Again, these magnets need to be below your waist because the belt is going to act as a barrier. So once you pull your pants up, fasten your pants, fasten your belt. Again, a belt is required because what's going to happen is that magnet is going to be stopped by the belt line. And assuming your belt is tight enough, it'll hit that belt and it won't allow the shirt to come any, any more untucked than the belt line itself. Very effective. Again, it's called Magnetuck. It's available on our website, perkyllc.com. Another amazing invention we have uh, is for belts. Belts are synonymous for never fitting right, always cracking, always having the whole stretch. So what other solutions are there? Well, we have holeless belts, and holeless belts are great because they run on a track instead of being dependent on that one-inch hole. I haven't met a person yet that gains weight or loses weight in those one-inch increments. So it's really a broken system. So let's say you go have a nice meal with your spouse or a girlfriend or whoever it may be, uh, and you go to Maggiano's, you go to Cheesecake Factory, or any place you tend to eat a, a pretty good portion of food. Well, as the meal progresses, your belt starts getting squeezing against your belly and you become uncomfortable. Well, normally you're just uncomfortable or you unbuckle it a whole entire inch. Well, with the holeless belt, what you can do is you can click the button or you can undo the lever and now you can release it one eighth of an inch or a sixteenth of an inch or a half an inch or a quarter of an inch, much, much smaller increments. And they come in a variety of colors, black, brown, white, 
uh, royal blue, navy blue, shit, you know, light gray, dark gray, a whole a variety. Uh, and it's just a great way to adjust your belt in a much smaller increment. Uh, and it just looks so much better. The buckles are all very sleek, very simple. You can wear them in jeans, you can wear khakis, you can wear suits. Uh, but most importantly is that it adjusts to your ups and downs, your weight throughout the year, and you're a lot more comfortable. We also have what's called, and that's available on the website, perkyllc.com. We also have what's called button-up collar stays. So those of you that uh, wear dress shirts that have collar stays built in, uh, these collar stays in most cases, unless you're buying a Charles Thruitt or some higher-end dress shirts, the, the collar stays that come with the shirts are very flimsy. If you took them out right now and looked at them, you could probably flick it with your finger and it would probably look uh, very flimsy. So we carry only stainless steel collar stays. And what's important though is that these collar stays come in three different sizes. Uh, and having three different sizes is important because collar lengths do vary from your Jose Banks to your Men's Warehouse to your uh, Calvin Klein. All those dress shirts brands tend to use different collar lengths. So our button-up collar stays come in three different lengths to make sure it fits all of your dress shirt collars. Now, what is the purpose of a collar stay? Well, it was invented back in the 1950s. And the point of it is to prevent a collar from curling. So you still need to wear collar stays even when you wear the perky collar because the perky collar, as I mentioned in episode one, lifts the collar up so it doesn't droop and sag, but you also don't want the collar to curl. So this is a great tool to keep your collar from curling. And the big important thing to remember is at the end of the day, take your collar stays out, put it back in the collar stay container, and you're good to go until the next day. So no more worrying about your dry cleaner losing your collar stays or ironing the collar stays into the shirt and things like that, or the collar stays breaking. You simply take these stainless steel out each day, put it back in the container, and then the next morning, you put it back in the, in the shirt collar. So we've covered four things already. In the first episode, we covered the perky collar. We covered the pocket square holder. We covered the magnet tuck, which keeps your shirt tucked in. The pocket square holder keeps your pocket square from unfolding and falling down. And now we've covered button-up collar stays, and we covered the belts. That's our top sellers month after month after month. One of our new products that's not even on our website yet, but it's available only in our kiosk at South Park Mall, is called the Lapel Project. And this is great if you don't go to a lot of uh, black tie events, but you want to take your existing wardrobe and make a, a blazer look like a tuxedo. It's a way for you to attach either a satin or a velvet uh, lapel to your existing blazer. And these are great tools, uh, again, for that one-off event you go to where you want to have a tuxedo on, but you don't want to rent a tuxedo or have, go out and buy a tuxedo jacket. So this is called the Lapel Project. Great tool. Again, not yet on perkyllc.com, uh, but will be soon. Uh, Fashion-wise, we also have some really cool tools. Uh, one is out of, uh, made out of Utah, which is called WK Wilson. And these are wooden bow ties that have moving gears. These are really cool, great conversation piece. If you go to the website, perkyllc.com, you can see the variety of different wooden bow ties we have. Uh, WK Wilson is the first to come out with these moving gears. And uh, they're awesome and they're a great conversation piece. Uh, we also have butterfly bow ties, which are very cool. Comes in a variety of colors, as you'll see on the website. We have red, we have black, we have yellow, we have green, we have orange, uh, we have purple. And uh, they literally just sits right on the uh, portion where the collar comes together and is a great little butterfly, great little bow tie, great conversation piece, and all handmade here in Charlotte. And uh, definitely a great uh, color accent to your wardrobe. And uh, you'll definitely get a lot, of, uh, a lot of feedback from people when you wear that to an event. 
And then the last thing we have are bracelets. These are Soul Rocks bracelets. And these bracelets are just a nice little color accent. If I'm wearing jeans and a, say a white shirt, I'll wear uh, a bracelet that has white, which is how light. And I'll wear blue, uh, either a blue tiger eye or a, a blue soda light, just to be a little color pop. If I'm wearing a gray jacket, I'll wear a hermitite, which is a silver. So Soul Rocks are on the website, perkyllc.com. They're nice and heavy. Uh, they're made of elastics. They stretch over your hand and they're just a great color accent. So again, all these things I've talked about today are all great inventions, plus a couple fashion items that can be found on perkyllc.com. Thanks for tuning in. And next time we'll have uh, some additional guests and we'll talk about more adventures of inventing and how we brought each of these products to market.